Welcome to the Mechanical Room. A Centrotherm production focusing on all things in and around the HVAC industry. And now, your hosts, Michael Sakaris and Matthew Price. gentlemen, boys and girls, venting enthusiasts the world over, welcome to the October edition of the Mechanical Room podcast. Uh, it is Matthew Price flying solo for the time being. Uh, Mike Zakaris, my co-host, who is typically sitting directly to my left, is traveling across the great land of Canada this week. He is, uh, of course, going out there checking on all of our national accounts, cracking the whip on Dan Smith, our, our Canadian regional sales manager, and of course, just uh, making sure everything's going nice and smooth out there in the great land of Canada. So unfortunately, Mike will not be with me today. He's, of course, here in spirit uh, at this juncture. I'll flash this little bit of cartoon of uh, what I, I imagine he looks like right now. Maybe you guys are familiar with Dudley Do-Right. It's, uh, it's Mikey Do-Right. He is uh, atop his steed in Canada right now, mustering across the mountains and making sure everything is going swimmingly out there uh, in the great white north. And I'm sure everything is fine. Uh, quick shout out again to Dan. Shout out to JF. Our, our friend at the uh, Lambert and Beijing and Steve, we love those guys. Christian, they're up there uh, in Quebec, which is a, a big part of what, what's going on this week. It's it's Master Group Oktoberfest on Thursday. And uh, I don't know if you've been keeping up on our social channels here, but uh, the Master Group and Centrotherm just did strike a national deal. So there's been a bunch of hoopla around that. And it's wonderful because it ties in very, very nicely with their Oktoberfest celebration this week. I imagine they will be... Uh, having a few pints and, uh, you know, discussing safe venting there in uh, master locations across Canada. So uh, I hope they have a good time and, uh, you know, everything uh, works out well. And we look forward to working with uh, with Master Group, um, you know, uh, strengthening our relationship and, uh, you know, just making sure that uh, we have a, a, a great uh, partnership with them moving forward. So that is exciting news. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're just uh, now both, both of our product lines are, are available throughout Canada in the Master Group locations. So so uh, if you're in need of good uh, polypropylene venting or air excellent air management systems, Master Group is a, is a spot that you can go and look. But uh, enough commercialism for now. This is the podcast. We do uh, we hit on our product. And actually, our guest today, Rob Kwezak, is someone who is very, very well aware of both of our product lines. He's installed them at, at great, great frequency and uh, professionalism. He actually takes really, really great photos as well. Um, so we'll be talking to Rob Kwezak in a little bit here. I myself just got back from some world travels. This is a good time to drop in some of these beautiful pictures I took. Very uh, proud of uh, the way that this turned out. I mean, it's not really a great secret. All I did was Change, you know, I increased the exposure so all the lights look all twinkly and whatnot. But uh, I uh, will also show this video. Amsterdam is one of my absolute favorite, favorite cities in the world. I had to travel to Duisburg, uh, Netherlands last week or two weeks ago, rather, to uh, to attend some marketing meetings with our uh, with the, the international marketing team for Centrotherm and Ubank. And uh, we did uh, some symposiums and we had uh, some, you know, icebreaker type stuff and, and uh, seminars. I presented a little bit and uh, then we did team building. This is a good opportunity to drop in this clip, which shows a, the global marketing presidents for the UCG all doing uh, djembe hand drumming stuff. So let's take a quick look at that because I took these videos for a reason. And then this is no better time like the present to, uh, to showcase the team building stuff for the international marketing team, all of whom do an incredible job uh, across Belgium, UK, Italy, Germany, um, the Netherlands, and uh, France, of course. So that's what you're seeing now is all these folks uh, engaged in the team building exercise, which was a great deal of fun. And it's, it's truly amazing to, to get to work with these folks and to get to know them, um, you know, as part of this 
kind of giant global you know uh, conglomerate. So we've uh, we've only increased our, our our teamwork over the years, and uh, it's been it's been wonderful. So uh, that was that was last week, but now we're back in the saddle with uh, the mechanical room here in Albany, New York, and it's time to show us your pipe. Well, this is uh, Michael Sakaris's favorite segment of the podcast, so I'm going to have to go double-double energy here to, to make up for the fact that he is uh, traipsing across Canada now. And uh, actually, our installation this month comes from Canada. Foundry Mechanical, uh, they posted this uh, just a couple days ago, and man, it is just a high-level professionalism as we showcase on this segment. I mean, you really, really can't beat this. Naturally, I have to call attention to the diamond plate, which is just incredible stuff. But uh, really close, if you look, they have these cool diamond plate logos for their company, which is really, really nice. I mean, that's really going the extra mile here. You can clearly see the Foundry Mechanical logo embedded in this diamond plate piece that's just kind of offsets, or rather just really puts a, a certain je ne sais quoi on this extremely professional installation that does feature LEDs and stuff like that too. I mean, the whole thing, from soup to nuts is extremely, extremely professional and really, really impressive. So this definitely, far and away, wins the October Show Us Your Pipe uh, award. Uh, just a few other manufacturers that are featured on this. I'm just going to read it right off, uh, right off the post. Calefi, Calefactio, uh, Grunfoss, Webstone, Watts. It's an NTI boiler. Uh, Vega, Echo Smart Air. I mean. Nothing but industry leaders throughout this mechanical room here. And, I mean, the, the level of professionalism is about as high as uh, as you can get with this sort of things. And I, I apologize for my phone uh, going off here. Obviously, uh, very excited people out there in, uh, in radio land want to get in touch and talk about uh, this foundry mechanical installation here, which really is, I mean... You know, there's a high level you can reach, and then wh where do you go from there? I mean, how do you make this better? I'd be, I'd be curious as to, uh, you know, get some, uh, some constructive criticism. How would you improve this? This looks flawless from top to bottom, uh, using these, these category leaders at every turn. And uh, I mean, great job out of these guys for, for taking the time out to document it as well. Obviously, I'm showing. Uh, the entire video here throughout this segment uh, over and over again to highlight this incredible installation. Well-deserved October winner of Show Us Your Pipe Foundry Mechanical. Welcome back to The Mechanical Room. And today we have couple of extra special guests here. First and foremost, to my left is Joel Jacoris, our CEO, sitting in today for the interview portion of the program in which we welcome Rob Kwezak of RNJ Mechanical out of the great province of Alberta. If you're following our Instagram, then you may be familiar with RNJ because Rob does a great job installing Air Excellent and Interflu products, and he posts incredible photos including some really, really uh, picturesque stuff that uh, I will flash across the screen a little bit here. Rob provided me with a great deal of, uh, of his photography, backing up his claims that he is one of the top air, in air excellent installers uh, across the great country of Canada here. So there's a you got a hell of a bio here that you sent me. So just a few things is you started in the trades in 1989. That's a uh, plumbing in high school is where you started. That that's uh, like 20 years before Alex was born. Alex is uh, sitting out over there. She was born in 2000. So man, you've been at this for for twice her her lifetime at this point. Um, Atco gas on your resume, fire restoration, new construction, backflow prevention. You've worked with fireplaces, heaters, barbecues. You worked as a gas utility supervisor. Um, I mean, you've got a very long resume, which we're going to get into. And of course, you sent me also some fun stuff. Uh, you're you're an outdoorsman. You uh, you like water skiing and boating and and uh, and regular skiing, I suppose, which is some common ground with with you, Joel. He's also an avid skier. So say hello uh, to our guest. Yeah. So avid, I went uh, once last year with my Icon Pass that I paid for. <laughs> well, Joel. <laughs> oh, 
Please, yeah, please hey, greet our guest here. You can see uh, I'm not the the pro that that Matthew here is, but yeah, hey, welcome, uh, Rob. We're really excited to have you today and to to hear more about um, yourself and RNJ and what you guys do. Indeed, yeah. indeed. So, so I guess a good a good way to kick this off would be how did you find out about Centrotherm Air Excellent specifically? We we that's still a a, a very new product uh, in Canada. So you're one of, let's say, you know, a maven here, one of the first people to handle it, touch it, and install it with any great frequency here. So how did you find it, first of all, and, uh, you know, just kind of run down some of your experiences with it? Yeah, well, i start by saying thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's great to be on the Mechanical Room. I um, uh, did a, a bit of research, and, and uh, you got some big names on here. So thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it. So, um, yeah. I, I live in British Columbia, um, and uh, the way I heard about it was um, really actually through social media. Uh, so your marketing team is doing a fantastic job. Those guys. <laughs> Those guys. Um, yeah, and and you know what? I'm uh, I'm kind of a you know old dog learning new tricks. Uh, like you say, I've been in, in this business for a long time, and uh, thirty years ish. Um, and and I just love new technology and and, and I'm always learning and I, I really enjoy it. Um, uh, so you know things like Innoflu, uh, the RLS, the press technology that's come out, uh, and of course uh, Air Excellent, which um, I really uh, enjoyed working with. Um, and it's it's a fantastic product. Uh, you know I, I've done lots of HRVs um, in my time and, and um, this system. Uh, knocks it out of the park what i mean we sort of think we know but what what separates it from an alternative well the alternative is is just um round duct cheap metal uh and and a lot of labor balancing um I, it's kind of funny my when I started getting to HRVs, uh my wife uh it, it's kind of like the the old air conditioner sort of uh aspect where the wife has to have air conditioning in her house right so you know each home we buy it's like it, she doesn't ask for an air conditioner she says i want an hrv and and i'm like okay well great um you know i can i can do that um and you know it's just having having that fresh air in your home and and you know sometimes you buy older homes newer homes uh, with the ventilation uh, issues that you can find in those homes um you know whether you're uh, cooking lots or or in, even in your bedroom, that fresh air. Um, it's just like being outside all the time. It's it's a great way to exchange air efficiently. Excellent. So well, I feel like the woman in my house because I'm the one who needs air conditioning. So, <laughs> well, yeah. my wife is the one who's who's always like, we got to turn the heat up. Is really what it comes down to. That's that is what that's the battle is the time tested like husband wife thermo, uh, thermostat battle is. Yeah, we had a, a argument last night over the. I had it at 61, six, <laughs> 63. That's yeah. that's Fahrenheit for you Canucks, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have a little post-it note beside it. Is your sweater on? You know, before you adjust it, your thermostat is your sweater on, you have slippers on. <laughs> you oh, pay that's for right. <laughs> oh, that's really, really funny. So, uh, so I appreciate the, uh, you know, sort of the self-deprecating stuff about the old dog learning new tricks. Um, what are some other concepts or products or stuff in the mechanical room that you know even with your esteemed multi-decade resume you're still learning about or that excites you you know in the morning uh, you know what's something that's like okay this is a job i got to do today and obviously number one is installing air excellent with an uh, with an hrv but like yeah, maybe I mean, that's what i think he puts that on his to-do list every morning right <laughs> it's like air excellent install today exactly so so what is a distant number two that gets you still excited uh you know in the world of mechanical contracting a uh, couple things um you know the press technology um I, I think it's it's prevalent everywhere on on social media now and and oh yeah oh yes and that learning and that um, um, get it done attitude and you know it, um, that innovation really draws me um, to to perform better to um, have longer lasting systems um, uh, it just um, and and to make it you know look real good like you, you know my goal is to um, 
in the mechanical room is to make sure that uh, my customers uh, are trouble free for a long, long time. And, you know, I, I warranty all my products and, and, and picking the right products is, is the utmost importance for me, for my customer, uh, because they're the end user at the end of the day. And, you know, my motto is if, if, if I have it in my home, um, you know, I'm going to sell it to you. And, and um, I treat every home like it's my own. That's a, I mean, obviously a good mentality yeah. to have. Um, I think you share that. You you hit on something, you know, community, not competition, which is very rich in BC. And I'm going to come come back to that um, because it is something I want to talk about. Uh, you guys in BC do a really incredible job also playing nice together. Um, but uh, back to the press technology stuff. That is everywhere on social media. Um, obviously, it, it's a you know people doing their their pressing videos is like a, a constant thing. I was telling you um, about a, a video that had millions of views earlier today. It's one of one oh, of that's those. what other thirty eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, has there ever been something um, where you were reticent and and have been won over? Right, a new technology that we were like, oh, I don't think I could ever, you know, this newfangled something or other is just not for me. I'm going to go the classic route. But then you learned it, you got training from the manufacturer or something like that, and it sort of changed your approach. Uh, and now you've become a regular user of something. Yeah, I mean, I've been in the in the industry for such a long time. You know, um, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm playing old stuff up. So the you know the the poly B of the days and 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 uh, you know I just wrapped up a massive project in a, a community called Salmoner, and you know I I'm a big you know I, I learned soldering two inch three inch um, copper pipe, um, and and it's an art you have you have to know how to solder uh, to make it look good to have those joints hold um, and have uh, confidence when you leave the the site that yeah that's gonna work forever <laughs> or until until i get too old to uh and my apprentice takes over um but <laughs> um you know i haven't really uh, had any blowback you know about oh you know don't don't use that stuff it's newfangled but you know um it won't last or, or whatever um uh, I've, I've the people I surround myself with um, are that type of people that are progressive and and they want to learn new new uh, new ways to do things as well um, because you know uh, um, it's it's you know it's a way of the future and 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 uh, if you're not on board um, look get out of the way. <laughs> Well, I see a lot of boards back there behind you. Uh, so you talk about tricks, uh, old dog, new tricks. <laughs> I'm curious as to uh, what your newest trick on the boards back there are. <laughs> well, and if you're still skating. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I kind of admire them from afar a little bit now um, with, uh, you know, um, uh, being my age, but uh, which I'm not that old, but I could probably could do a, a kickflip if I wanted. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I used to be uh, into boarding quite a bit, and and uh, and uh, it taught me a lot in life. Actually, you know, you know, it's like any sport would, you know, baseball, hockey, football. Um, you know, you're gonna get knocked down, um, and. I, I've been knocked down so many times on a skateboard, uh, on ramps and, and all kinds of stuff that you, you got to learn how to get back up. You know, not everybody's going to have a fantastic day. You, tomorrow's another day or, or the next trick you got to learn. Um, just keep pushing, uh, you know, and, and I don't get a lot of that from, from uh, the, you know, the up and coming um, uh, apprentices to a point, but, you know, learning that, and or knowing that uh, you know you're not going to be good at, or great at something right away, it's going to take some bumps and kicks, and 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 you're going to be on the floor, um, you know, a few times before you're actually great at something. And and as my role, I I think that you know as as mentor or uh, to some of the the people around me, it, it's the most important thing um, because. You know, mentors for me, uh, unfortunately, a lot of them have passed on, passed away, uh, uh, which is unfortunate. But uh, that just, 
reinstills that that uh, motivation for me to learn some new tricks, uh, yeah. you know, and and pass along what I know. Um, well, so it, it, it's great to have the mindset. You know, you you learn more from failure than from success, right? As the expression, I don't, I know I didn't invent that. I'm stealing it from someone. Um, yeah, I'm actually. Gonna... But but I think it's great, and especially you know to let to to make sure that the the emphasis know that as well and there's a acceptance of that it's not really failure right it's really learning so learning you, experiences that's actually what mike, mike says that to his kids all the time is right. uh, is uh you um either you win or you learn kind of thing is like a very dadly statement that he makes yeah. but, it's, but it's pretty perfect and uh, i will clip that little speech that you made there and uh we will post it individually as the rob Quizak, uh you know motivational uh <laughs> segment of the podcast there was you know a lot of good insight uh and also kind of true and and it, it does show uh it does lead back to that sort of um community not competition mindset which is right. really really rich in bc why so we have personal friends in bc that are i'm sure you know the same people that i'm talking about what is it about british columbia and western canada that engenders this sort of friendliness because it's it, it is certainly not the case in other parts of north america where there is a little bit less you know it's competition but maybe it's a little bit less friendly and it's certainly a little bit less you know, stereotypically Canadian polite, which is, you know, I see it and it's actually really lovely. And I've, you know, just to drop a few names, uh, Colin Sadler, Terrence Chan, Daryl Wong, you know, you, these are people, you know, Ben Thompson, these are all people who have that same sort of us mentality for the trades mentality. And that's not to say that there aren't people like that. Michael Flynn is very much like that. Eric Owney and Mechanical Hub is very much like that as well. But why is Western Canada just such a fertile ground for this type of stuff? I honestly believe um especially for in my case is the is the landscape it's it's really uh for me especially out here in lake country um my nearest wholesaler is an hour away and so it's an hour there and an hour back it's two hours out of my day if i forget one fitting uh, my day shot or or something doesn't come in or or what have you so um and also you know for you know, I go back to my uh, experiences. You know, you know, you 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 want to help your fellow man. You know, is is really kind of what it sort of boils down to, uh, or women. <laughs> um, and in the case of the pipe wench, of course, yes. Right, right, yeah. Um, so you know, being out here, you know, uh, you know, there's a, a few plumbers and and HVAC guys and and. Um, Leslie out here that, uh, you know, we all bounce stuff off each other. We all have our strengths. So knowing that, uh, you know, you have, it's great to have, um, you know, uh, somebody to lean on or, or somebody to, um, to um, bounce stuff off of. And, you know, as far as community over competition, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a mindset. It's, you know, going into your day, um, I'm not out to 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 steal work or to um, better anyone. I think it's a camaraderie that uh, you know everybody wants to do really really well, and um, and and do it well. Uh, and to you know, I always think of every job as my showcase. I put putting my logo on every job. You know, it's like that mentality. I'm going to put the sticker on on this because so, I want somebody to know that that hey, this is who you call if something goes wrong. But also, it's 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 my signature. It's you know, uh, you know, I used to work for the gas company, and and we would do underground uh, fusion joints and and things like that. And and my guys would, um, you you know, you always have to use permanent ink on your on your, uh, your fusions. So you join two pieces of pipe, and you have to permanent ink and, and date it and stuff like that. But they always sign it, and you know, they might even put a little note on it. Um, so if if it ever fails, they own it, you know, uh, and and you get that out here. You, you know, it's that ownership. How often then are you calling up, say, Bob Baker? He's another guy in Alberta. I don't know if you know him personally or not, but he's, you know, a friend to, to the program and to Centrotherm. How often do you call him up? You're like, hey, I need this valve. You got this valve on your truck? I mean, that's what you said. Your wholesaler is kind of a distance. Um, I'm just curious about on the, like the, on the nuts and bolts level. I need this elbow. I need this something. I mean, th that's happening with good frequency and you guys are sort of trading inventory. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I get called, um, you know, Bob's a little far further away, so I'm, I'm not really in touch with him. You know, my daughter lives in that area, so, you know, uh, I actually ran into him, and that's what the, the, the social circle of, of Instagram and, and social media is, you know, it's it's like, hey, I know that guy. I'm going to, you know, introduce myself at the wholesaler. He's like, hey, hey, Bob, how are you? You know, and, and, and growing that community and camaraderie, and it's really prevalent, um, especially with social media, because, you know, you don't really know someone, but you know their content and you know who they are um and their views and so, you know so do you think that um do in your experience do the people that you see on social media when you meet them in person uh do the personalities parallel or do you find them to be totally different uh he wants you to call somebody to the carpet here I'm not, please don't <laughs> 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 but I'm I, I'm uh no I'm just asking the question you know uh if if you see that the people are authentic or if people you know are uh, putting it on creating a persona yeah right yeah like a like a shtick uh you know yeah. uh it's a mixed bag you know uh, that's actually the funniest thing I I came out here to to the shoe swap and and I didn't really know a lot of people that spoke four or five years ago. And and I'm you know getting into Instagram and I'm scrolling as you do, and there's there's you know plumbers around posting stuff on on Instagram and 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 I'm like okay well and you get to see their posts and you know the fun they have and fun they have at work and it's like I want to be a part of that. that that looks really cool, but you know there's other the you know. Uh, um, social media podcasts and you know and things like that they're just regurgitating you know content just to to be you know um to be relevant and, and things like that so you know you stay away from people like people that do stories on their instagram that you know you get to see and and really be a part of those are the ones you want to you you know you get to choose who you're who's in your life and and yeah. you know with social media you you kind of get to do that so I went through and I dropped a few names of people that are in your like, you know, basic nebula of Western Canada, right? The Impetus, HVAC Strong. These guys have legions of followers and do professional work. Um, who is somebody that's maybe not in your backyard or, or just name some other folks who are sort of inspire you in that in that respect, who uh, either post extremely professional looking installations or tips and tricks that you learn from or just funny and engaging stuff like all three of those things i'm actually curious uh, about yeah so um interesting content would be probably jeff dem um you know as some of his his installs and and uh some of the work he's done is is, is pretty spot on um and and i can see he he does you know you know, furnace every couple of days. It's just, it's like a production line and he works for a bigger company and you get really good and really fast um, and quickly, you know, and, and that's kind of, you know, how I was, you know, 20 years ago, but, <laughs> but um, you know, and, and being out here in Lake Country, you know, you're, you're not, um, you know, uh, um, as, not as busy as something like somebody in, in the downtown Jersey or whatever, but, um, you know some of the co content that I've seen. You know, like for for innovation, probably Jeff Dam, Flam, uh, those guys. Um, I you know I talk we you know quite a bit with you know not quite a bit but Colin. You know we we chat every once in a while. He's part of the uh, Tech board, um, so you know we have you know we both sat on um, you know chair boards and and things like that to So we have you know had a couple conversations about that and you know Ben. Um, you know, he's got great content. He likes to talk in front of the camera um, and you kind of get to know the guy and it's like, you know, you slide in your DMs and say, hey, you know, how's it going? <laughs> you know, like that, that was spot on, like good job or whatever. So, you know, so that, you know, it's a, um, and then of course there's the fun content, the guys out there that they are just, you know, having fun out there and, and doing uh, funny stories that, you know, you just kind of get somewhat entertained and yeah. So I saw in the profile that you you worked as a supervisor for the gas company for for a long time. How did you make that transition to uh, and why did you make that transition? Yeah, to uh, to business ownership, right? Yeah. So um, I uh, well, 
working for the gas company um, was a great experience. Um, and uh, I, I had my company before I had, I had uh, worked for the gas company. It was called the key to gas fitting and, and it was based out of Calgary and, and I, I did a lot of fireplaces, gas lines and, and things like that. And then um, I, I met my wife in 97, actually right my front door on the Shuswap Lake. And, <laughs> and, and that brought me to uh, Drumheller, uh, Alberta and, and spent approximately 18 to 18 years there. Um, and, and, you know, working for the gas company was great. And, you know, my, my old man used to say, you know, get on with, you know, he was the mentality to get on with one company and retire. Um, you know, I think we all know that, you know, though that doesn't really work nowadays, but, you know, you're always changing and, and growing. Um, but, uh, yeah, getting on with the, uh, the gas company um, really instilled a professionalism in me and, 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 and a real strong safety focus. Um, so, uh, and I carry that through, through my business and, and yeah. And then, uh, you know, my daughter, uh, finished university. Um, so the, the bank of dad was over and, <laughs> and so, so we, we decided, you know what, let's, 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 um, uh, you know, do something for us and, and, you know, um, and, and move to BC and we vacation out here, uh, loads and we just love it out here. Uh, and uh, decided in on on the Sushwap Lake, and uh, fell in love with here. And I and you know to keep busy, and and I started up RMG Mechanical, and and haven't turned back. Yeah, it's and pretty so awesome. now your daughter has a place to visit. That's uh, on the water. Is that? Yeah, that's right. Under the water. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're we're about a block from the water, which which is great. She comes out, uh, you know, two three weeks uh, in the summer and and Christmas in the winter, and and enjoys the snow. And um, it's it's a beautiful place to live. Um, it's snowshoeing, shoeing in the mountains. It's it's um, it's yeah, it's uh, quite a place to live. It's uh, it's lots to do. Um, you know, from from boating to 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 mountains to you know all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, hiking and, and all stuff. Yeah, you sent me some great photos that I'm going to pepper in uh, throughout, uh, just highlighting the the air that you're getting when you're doing the uh, water skiing and stuff, which uh, obviously your skateboarding helps with that, I suppose, a center of balance and all that sort of stuff. Uh, when we were reviewing the photos, we couldn't quite decide what that bobsled slash derby racer photo thing was tell what what was that so it was a wonderful looking contraption there like a bathtub or a shower on wheels with yeah. handles what was that for uh it's a, an amazing um an amazing contraption you put together there yeah yeah that was so cool that was such a fun event it's actually uh for the the bed races so so oh, okay uh, so that was in your bio as well i was going to ask about what the heck that was yeah my, my bed typically doesn't have a shower head on it so <laughs> yeah um yeah, so, so you're, you're, you're tasked to build a bed uh, with a, like a single size bed and then decorate it as, as much as you want. So I thought, well, let's, let's um, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, um, you know, brand recognition out in the shoe swap to, to you know, I thought I'd plaster RMJ all over it. Uh, but the fun part was to make it look like a tub instead of a bed and put the shower on and and it ties back to our community over competition and you know like uh, i had uh, some a plumber from uh, gary from from uh, salmon arm come out and help push and and leslie and and uh, we had uh, the rigid flag flying on the back and and uh, just to uh, really make it look like a, a plumber theme uh, and it's to support the Kinsman Club out here uh, which is a, a non-profit uh, um, uh, a non-profit, uh, um, uh, the word? A non-profit out charity. here. That, yeah, charity that that helps out uh, with you know anything that happens, anything in the community that they uh, support. So please send me the link, and I'll include it in the description and all that sort of stuff as well, so we yeah, can you I know think, we're, we support charity. It was a well. it was a race, right? Yes, it was. Yes, I, think, yeah. I think the real question is, did you win? <laughs> right. That's I think what. And I know where he's going with this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, because if you didn't win, then what? Second place is the first loser. That's the one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we won. We won. Yeah, no, no we won. Yeah, we're fast. Uh, I was pretty sore, but uh, we we definitely won. 
Oh wow! Excellent, excellent. That's uh, that's funny. I will of course include these photos, and I'll include the the, uh, the organization link as well in description. Um, you know, we are starting stuff. I'm, where are we on that football? Where we're we're uh, are we sponsoring that team? Uh, I to put them on the spot over here. So we are. Long story. I'm not going to put it on the podcast. I'll tell you off. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's not us. It's that, not me. It's oh, you, kind of thing. Okay. So we're waiting on. Um, um, we're waiting on them. Right so now. we we've for a long time kicked around. Um, you know, we what's the best way to get involved with the community and stuff like that? And we were we were barking up the youth tackle tree here a little while ago. I guess it's not gonna work out. So no, 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 it's uh, gonna work out. Oh. We just we just they just uh, we're waiting on them to uh, send us um, the um, uh, invoice. Okay, perfect. With their tax ID number. And all that Excellent. Stuff. So it's it's. A little more, it's um, it's a little bit of a hot mess, but it's not our hot mess; it's their hot mess. Well, I like um, so we're, yeah, so at Central Therm, you know, we're we're part of um, we're in the really the center of South Albany, which is uh, somewhat economically disadvantaged. So um, we're looking at you know how we can be a you know a better part of the community, um, and so we're trying to you know maybe engage a little bit more on uh, funding youth sports as a way to. Um, you know, contri back. to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one day we'll have to get you down to the factory, Rob. Uh, we are, I'm currently talking with a few people in BC who also want to come down. So, you know, we can advance that as well. We have a nice story to tell and a nice little uh, facility here. And I know yeah. you, you'd, you'd like to see it. So, Oh, Rob, wanna, where do you ski? Uh, like uh, uh, water skiing, you mean? No, snow ski. I saw snow skiing. Snow ski? Uh, actually, that was snowshoeing. So, so we live in, oh. um, well then, yeah. it's not interesting anymore. I'm Can you do a black diamond on those uh, tennis racket shoes, or? Uh... Well, you know, walking in uh, four feet of snow with snowshoes is, is no easy task for sure. Uh no, it's it, not. It is not. I probably need to do it. My doctor's yeah. probably going to tell me to take up <laughs> snowshoeing. <laughs> yeah, and we and we certainly need to watch out for mountain lions and and all that sort of stuff up here too. Yeah. Um, Have you encountered those on the trail? Sorry. You've encountered that wildlife on the trail. I. Not not recently, but you know, you you get to know the community, and they go, you know, they they text, you know, we have groups on Facebook and, and things like that. Hey, watch out! There's a family of of uh, Mount Lines close. Uh, yesterday, there was a grizzly bear uh, in the community next to me uh, that was eating a moose. Um, uh, oh my goodness! Bear and uh, and even in my own yard, you know, uh, we we get we get bears all the time. Yeah. So, so do you have snow already? Not yet, no. Um, we we kind of we're closer to the lake, so we get a little more humidity than than uh, higher elevations. So we're down a little lower to the lake. So we, you know, right right now it's raining. Uh, we'll probably won't get snow that really sticks to the ground till mid December ish. Uh -huh. But I hear Calgary has uh, got a dump of snow uh, in Alberta. So. We got some photos, and actually, uh, I mean, our our sales manager in the central in Minnesota was showing us some photos. It was pretty mucky out there. They were getting uh, some snow. It didn't look like it was going to stay. It didn't look like it was. Stay. Well, it was yeah. the it was the first snowy precipitation of the year. Yeah. And of course, as a heating company, that excites us. It so. does. Yeah, we all get all excited. It <laughs> makes our internal news feed. Yeah. Post those first snow. That's right. Yeah. A demand driver. So, uh, who, who's your hockey team? You've been you've been around in Western Canada there, so there are a few options. I mean, if you if you say Oilers, I'm, then I, I think I saw his face. He might say he doesn't like hockey. Is that Actually, well? He might lose his citizenship. I grew up with hockey. Um, okay. I, I'm a true blue Calgary Flames uh, fan. So. All right. I was gonna say our our our. I don't know if you know, you know Dan, of course. He's a, he's a big Flames guy as well. I was gonna say if you said Oilers, he would probably track you down and assure that you could never install Air Excellent again. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're flames, I guess you're going to pass his test there. Uh, so, so that is good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, uh, he, he lives and dies by the flames too. You're a lifelong flames fan as well then. Yeah, absolutely. My, my family is all flames and, and, you know, we have family rivalry rivalries too. Uh, you know, um, my sister-in-law and her whole family is our, our other fans. So, so we have, uh, some, mm. uh, some good conversations there. <laughs> I'm sure it can get uh, interesting and ugly. Uh, I was born in the Bronx, and I'm not so much a big sports fan anymore, but, you know, in my adolescence, I was a very big Yankee fan. And, of course, anybody who's a Red Sox supporter was, you know, basically, yeah, basically just the most evil you could be. Yeah. I mean, actually, at that time, it was more like you were a joke. 
because they never won anything when I was a kid. Now it's obviously they've erased the curse and it's been much more competitive over the years and all that. So it's not, uh, you know, not as exciting. As and and you're just... losing Aaron Judge to Boston. Is that what's going to happen? You think? I, I don't know. He went to free agency, right? Or he goes to well, free agency after the World Series. I so, think oh, well, and the Yankees are on the brink of elimination. Right no, they're now. gone. Oh, is that it? Did they lose? Yeah. They lost. Wow, you really. You're yeah, really I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not they following. Lost in, they lost in four straight. So, yeah, I, I knew they were they they, smoke. I knew they were down three, um, which is really funny because Altuve has some local. So, Jose Altuve has some local flavor. You know, he, he played for the Valley Cats in Troy. No, oh, okay. So he's on the Astros now, of course, who are um, noted. They're very similar to the Patriots in as much as they cheat and everyone knows about it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, well, it's just true. It's a fact. I mean, he, this Altuve guy is really funny because in yeah. this area, he's a bit of a celebrity because he played minor league ball when he was a kid. But now he's known as someone who was part of like stealing signs and all this sort of stuff. So I don't know how stealing. Well, if you know a fastball is coming, that changes your entire outlook on how you gear up for a pitch. Right, but I mean, it, I I just don't understand how like you wouldn't try to steal signs. Well, right? there is a bit of game. I mean, isn't that like what you would? They were using like technology. Yeah. Okay, right. So they they were getting into some James Bond stuff. Okay. Well, which that, which know, was that proven? Sounds like Bill Belichick all over it. Yes. Right. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> how did they? Well, so, all right. So I, I'm less familiar with hockey. How do you cheat in hockey? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you know you can't. I don't think you. Maybe uh, you know. <laughs> you're gonna sneak in a cross check. That's the only. That's the only thing is like getting away with stuff, right? Is really the only way you can. Do I mean, it. think of uh, you know when I grew up, I was a I played hockey and I was a goalie, and so Ron Hextall was my. Yeah. Was my. Uh, yeah, you could like stick, idol stick somebody. Uh, yeah, weird, I right? mean there was the um always um in the back of the legs because there was no guards back there. There was a stick between the legs. Uh, there was you could do a lot with that stick as a goalie to get people out of the crease yeah. Uh, area. So. Yeah, I'm, uh, my era was uh, the Mike Vernon days of uh, the Flames uh, um, mm. for, for goalies. Anyways, uh, you know he was a big. Uh, you know, got us. Did he get us to the cup? I think so. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. Mike Vernon was was uh, speaking of goalies. Um, fear. Grant Fuhrer, that was the, the, the big battle oh. between those two goalies. Um, sure. Uh, so we're getting towards the end here, as obviously we've uh, transitioned from the mechanical room to random stuff. We would be remiss if I didn't say Mike Sakaris, who is not here. His favorite band is Judas Priest. It comes up every single time. Uh, are you a metal guy? Are you uh, do you like polka? What kind of music are you listening to? What are you, what are you playing at the job site? Wait, hold on. I'm going to try to guess. I'm going to say grunge. Grunge, skater uh, guy. Ooh, that's an informed guess right there. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty close. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, grunge and uh, you know I, I I I was into punk a lot too. So you know the DRI, the uh, um, you know um, Green Day grunge stuff. Yeah, for sure. Do you go, yeah. do you go as deep as the Clash or the um, uh, Sex Sex Pistols? Sex Pistols. Sure. Sex I mean that's that's yeah. like seminal punk stuff i suppose that's right yeah 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 pre-punk yeah that's right yeah yeah so no, what was the last concert you went to just just for example or what do you got tickets to coming up uh well with covid and stuff i you know we we just kind of put that off our radar um but i've you know i've seen metallica uh two three times uh big fan of tragically hip but uh are no longer around unfortunately r.i.p gord uh, yeah absolutely um that's very Canadian, by the way. Very. That's a, that's a very Canadian answer. Yeah. I mean, hip is not really that well known. You know, like Fis I remember trying, yeah. Fis Fiscarelli was like that was his favorite band, which is a very he was a, a former extrusion operator for us here, and it was just sort of um sort of I don't know. The hip is extremely powerful, uh, extremely popular and well known across Canada, much much less so in the U.S. But yeah. Fiscarelli, I love them. Really? Yeah, like, like to Canada, you know, Canada's Gordiani and the and the hip is is kind of like the the states with uh, Bruce Springsteen is the best analogy. Sure. Oh wow! Oh Absolutely. wow! Okay, that's a different. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. No. Yeah. Um. They're. I mean, they're. That that was a nation in mourning when he passed away, which actually he passed away from the same thing that my mother passed away from. Um. So it's, it's a very sad sad story. Um. And everybody. I mean, you just you could feel the the you know the country. It took a hit. I mean, hip is is a lifeblood 
like even more like everybody loves rush but rush is a global phenomenon right canada doesn't claim uh rush the way that they claim tragically hip yeah yeah that last concert was uh was a tearjerker for sure it really was for many many people yeah indeed i wonder if dan what's dan's opinion is on the hip I'm not sure. He Dan is more. He's more of a. He's a little bit of an older generation guy. Yeah. So he was more like swing. Uh, let's go back to what <laughs> Tim, was in Tim the, Pan Alley. Yeah. <laughs> Edison Wax Records. <laughs> no, actually, he's more of a classic guy. Like you know, you, you know, he's like a Rolling Stones outlaw country kind of roughneck kind of kind of fella so i mean he's uh but uh i wonder what he feels about the hip too because it is like it does have that thick canadian um connection that like you have to be kind of in the know on it or from canada to kind of feel that um and and not everybody does right so i mean that's why i was so surprised yeah i totally didn't know that like when you know when kevin was like broken i mean when they announced that it was just you know i mean it was rough and that final concert as you mentioned is is Certainly, certainly a uh, a tough one. Yeah, definitely a, a loss to to Canada and, and the work that he did with the uh, with the Aboriginal and the uh, um, he'll be missed for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Rob, I'm taking up a lot of your time today. Really, really appreciate all the things that you do. Um, keep posting. You're a great photographer on top of great installer, and we can't thank you for for your contributions. Uh, we will obviously be in touch. And uh, you know, just just keep on, uh, you know, just stay in touch. And uh, and thank you for joining us here on yeah. the mechanical room. Thank you very much, Robert. Really appreciated yeah. the time today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, I might see you at the AHR in February. So, oh. absolutely. If you are you laying the groundwork to come, or are you coming? Because we will be there. Yeah, I registered. I'm ready to rock and roll. I uh, contacted Ben Poole, and uh, we'll see if I get some tickets there. And we'll see. Excellent. Well, so. So is your, does your tuxedo fit, or do you have to go get a new one? No, I think I think I have to get it probably a tailored. <laughs> oh, he's going to the awards? That's it. Yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. I, I, apparently, so this is the first I've heard of it, but we're excited. We are a sponsor, of course, of the HVAC Tactical Awards, um, and uh, it's uh, very exciting. I did not – just one more thing I have to pack is my, my tuxedo to AHR. It's not something that I – Is it purple? It is not purple, but I should get one probably, right? <laughs> yeah. I should, actually, I should really get a high-vis one, don't you think? But yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, can, the can hive you, is. Can you do that though? I mean, what what is the protocol if it says black tie and you show up in a high vis tuxedo? Uh, I mean. Well, I, I think the last podcast, uh, the last uh, uh, reel that uh, uh, Ben did uh, was was just don't worry about wearing a tux. Just wear your, maybe your Sunday best, but uh, just don't wear shorts. That's <laughs> what he said. Well, it's an interesting community out there. There's a lot of people who like live in gym shorts in the HVAC world. So at least, you know, he's putting that out there. It, it was black tie, like official, I thought. I am going to wear a tuxedo because that seems like the proper protocol. And um, I mean, if it's yeah. not- if You're I a role get, follower. I think that's great. It's general. Yeah. yeah. More like I look great in a tux. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ruffles, the, uh, the blue with the, the white he has, Yeah, his, his tuxedo t-shirt is best in class quality. Could I do a high-vis cummerbund? Offset it, you know, in the, the little pocket square, perhaps, and get that oh in the second term code. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of classic tux. You know, I, I'm a traditionalist in a lot of things. So that, that look, you know, some of those things just does not uh, – Oh, it stands that, the test of time, I guess. Yeah, and what I'm going for is, of course, like a nouveau, silly, right. kind of like dumb and dumber kind of uh, look to it, right? Mike Scaris and I – yeah, he should and go orange. What was he, it? Orange and powder blue? Yes, it? yes, indeed it was. Oh, God. Nice hooters. <laughs> the birds, they're beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, another classic uh, 90s movie there, too. All right, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, man. Um, we'll be in touch really, really soon. Thank you for coming on the Mechanical Room. <laughs> are you waiting for me yeah i'm something? recording this whole thing ah. <laughs> it was like, I'm like reading, uh, my, uh, uh, i was doing this too I, you were, you were, I was just doing this like did you see that uh, no no a, just like looking at you what, do what you that? you should see this there's a uh whatchamacallit what do we got uh 1 30 p.m press conference uh
uh, Merrick Garland, uh, FBI Director Ray, and National Security uh, AAG Olson will a press conference alleging criminal activity by a nation-state actor in the U.S. Who could that be? Um, Lady G. <laughs> Lady G is in trouble. It's about time they bring these scoff laws to justice, yes. whoever they She's might gonna, be out there. Oh my goodness. He or she, I don't know what he, I don't know what they go by, but um, is probably gonna get uh, arrested for smuggling uh, documents. I was gonna say something else, but I realized <laughs> this is being recorded. It is. Uh, <laughs> this is always the loosest section of the whole thing yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. So I was just reading that. Uh, that I have no idea wh- what it's about or uh, who's uh, who's on first or what's on second. Well, you're, you've heard it here first on the mechanical room. <laughs> whatever, whatever those uh, news breaks are. Yeah, hot um, news break. We'll see what it is. The uh, RSS feed is going wild it's right going now. Wild. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it wasn't. It was a. <laughs> Uh, men's uh, dad's text chain that ah. was forwarded on. It was a screenshot of someone else's RSS feed. I don't even have an. That's I don't even have an RSS. I know feed. nobody I even really has that anymore. I mean, that was part of the joke. It's like twenty years old. Oh, right? is it? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? I anymore? remember seeing like a thing. You RSS feed, and I was like, oh, I don't really want more notifications. They're I feel distracting. like you could probably. They're still offered. Right, but now it's like a de facto way to get into someone's CRM, essentially. So like you sign up for it, and that just means you now get the the emails or the notifications that you've requested, right? So it's like, yeah, I mean that's what an RSS feed was, right? It was. Well, I find it's all too distracting. Now that I I, I never use social media, and now with with our social media stuff, what I look at it, and my wife is now uh, annoyed. She's like, "Are you on Instagram again?" <laughs> what did Mr. Quizak say? What did, what did our guest? Uh, how, how did he uh, come come to be aware of the Central Therm organization? Social media. Yes, indeed. So it does work. People are looking at this. I mean, everybody poops, right? And now yeah. everybody's got a phone these days. Got to occupy somehow. I know Alex is all on yeah, the, yeah, on the TikTok on the on the John, according to the cartoons that are upstairs. Uh, it's a little bit of an inside joke. If that cartoon is still up there, I'll take a photo of it and include it in the podcast. But it was a nice little drawing of of Alex on the toilet enjoying TikToks. Okay. That's it. Ooh, like, ooh, like, okay. ooh, share, ooh, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Do not, you have a favorite TikToker? I don't. I don't have TikTok. Um, <laughs> I got Instagram and uh, Reddit, um, and uh, I'm, they're both getting uh, exhausting to me already. So I've been on them for like a few months. And I'm already like, uh, I'm already burnt out. I think I'm gonna have you react. But they're still addictive, right? So I'm oh, burnt out. I don't want to do it, but I still like, like, is there something new? And then I like, I see the new stuff, and it's, you know, my favorite thing was the the Reddit anti work blog uh, channel, uh, because you know you I liked it because you know you could look at it and say, hey, are we doing some of these things? Um, you know, sometimes you'd be like, that's a terrible employee. Wow, thank God they don't sure. work for me. And then other times you're like, that's a terrible employer. Let's make sure we don't do that. Right. Uh, so I, I found it pretty sort of informative to say, how do you walk the line? Certainly there's change in what the cultural norms are, and what expectations are, the change in the employer employee dynamic, all of these things. And so, you know, it's interesting to see that. And then of course you hope like, am I in, am I, is this real? Or am I getting, am I in a, a feedback loop, right? Where these people are all the same type of person feeding back the same thing and that's not really the, the norm. But my gut yeah. tells me. I'm, it's probably a little bit of both. Fortunately or unfortunately that there's, there's you know, been yeah. a significant shift with COVID, right? In terms of, uh, and, and um, the uh, um, constraint, labor constraint that we have, right? So, so you, you mentioned the other day, uh, Malicious compliance, which is another good subreddit that I, that I also uh, enjoy. Yes, yes. Um, there's probably some good lessons to learn there as well. There are there are great lessons, and then we have <laughs> managers here and like, hey, I want to put this policy in. It's like make make sure you think about that policy and sure. what the impact from is. a 360 degree look almost too. Yeah, you know, there's always the fear, like you know, you, look, um, you have someone who's maybe not follow doing what you would like. So you're like, do you put a policy in place to change that behavior? Uh, but the problem is if you want a hundred percent, you're never going to get a hundred percent compliance. And so the more you try to force policies to get a hundred percent compliance, the more you're angering the 90% or 95% of the people that are doing it right. Right. In order to police the five. And, and so, you, you know, that's not empowering your team. That's not trusting your team. Um, 
and so we've we gotta we have to make sure as an organization that we um don't put policies in place that drive malicious compliance <laughs> right i mean yeah. you seriously you know no it's true it, i mean that's why it is malicious compliance and some of them of course you can comply in a way that is also counterintuitive to the actual rule itself yeah absolutely and i mean i think that's what the subreddit is really all about is showing sure. how, how the, the the rule in place kind of has a like a, denying a, employees when they have sick time or personal time or vacation time available and telling them they can't take time off and then and then you're but like, is that even legal though? Is the thing, or I mean, I guess you could make yeah, certain, employers certain, can do that and say yeah. yes, you can't have the day. So then, what does someone do? Instead of it being scheduled off, they call out, right? And so, you know, yeah, now it's unplanned, and now as a business, you haven't planned for that, right? Hey, maybe it's less than ideal. Yeah, I get it, but at least you know. Yeah, and and then you know, and then who you know? Then we get into policing whether someone has a good enough reason, right? And who am I to judge? Certainly that yeah. reason. And, and also some people are really good actors. Right. And I can't tell. I'm a sucker. Or, or, good, anyway. or good liars. Or the, right. That's right. Yeah, I that's mean, yep. that was my PC way. That's, of, what, of that's what I tell Joel. It's like, Joel, I'm sorry. I, I won't be in on Wednesday. I got to I got to take my kids to the doctors. Yeah, right. my, my children have to go yeah. to the dentist. You to, should say veterinarian. Oh, that would make sense. Oh, well, thank you for the tip. Right. So children I do not have, but right. uh, I do have a tangential relationship to a bunch of rabbits and chinchillas who do have to go to the veterinarian, which is why I'll be out for the rest of the week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get that. Um, you know, or people like they're out because their pet died, and you know, and I'm a. You're sympathetic. It? I'm a cold-hearted. Uh, well, I you, that's I mean that is your self-deprecating joke. You're sympathetic to it if it's real. There are certainly um, people who would be uh, you know sort of dejected and yeah. In a I mean, my way. wife, then, my wife, you know, was when our dog passed away, Stuart, Larry, Jacoris. Uh He, uh, my wife was uh, was devastated, right? Yeah, of course. He was I mean, a great dog, by the way. Yeah, I mean, um, so so as I mean, they always say, uh, who no, actually whoever, all my kids and my kids were devastated. Too. Whoever whoever they are, but yeah. like you know, compared to like a like a grandfather who lives you know maybe a hundred miles away, two hundred miles away that you don't see every day, you see on you know Thanksgiving or whatever, the dog is with you every single day, and you develop like an intimacy with that animal where yeah. you you actually mourn your pet more so than human beings often. Uh, that's a real thing. Uh, I, I didn't make that up. Um, I, I am truly the cold-hearted one as well. It's like, you know, I don't care if your dog dies either. But, like, it is what it is, right? But some people certainly do have that, and it's, it's legit. But I guess what the, the, the point is it's hard to know where that line right. is. It's impossible to know where that line is. Right. It's, it's so. impossible to, to determine, you know. So pick your back. <laughs> like, why why – why police it, right? Trust, trust your employees to make the decision that's right for them. This podcast took a nice right turn with the dog death conversation. <laughs> a very bright note here at yeah. the end over here. So Joel's first real appearance here. We've, we've dropped his name a handful of times. How was your uh, – how did you feel today? Uh, you feel uh, good about this? You or? know, I don't know. I'm no Mike Sakaris, right? Um, I've got to level up a little bit. I think I was a little quiet. Um, uh, I held back on some one-liners. <laughs> Uh, that maybe you know I had uh, work. The one-liners work a lot better in person when we do Zoom stuff. And Rob is in by the lake, whatever uh, you know in BC. Yeah, there's a little bit of like naturally talking over one another that happens. And like you know, if his microphone, the way that these these computer microphones are designed to do, they have like a like a heavy noise gate on them. So if it's silent, it like cuts away. So in person, if I suddenly talk, you hear me. If you suddenly talk into a microphone, sometimes it's like a little slow. Plus, we're using Wi-Fi. Plus, we're you know three thousand miles I think, away. I think he's giving me cover for not being funny. Is what I'm. You were very right funny. Yeah, you yeah. had some good. You had some good moments there. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Sure. It's, it's often hard to grade ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So. I, well, I mean, we'll see. Um, this is you know, this is not a natural thing for me. Uh, I'm not a natural front man. Uh, you know. You know, I'm more of a. Um, you like you're the puppeteer. You yeah. like behind the scenes. Yes. You like to uh, to pull the strings yeah. from from behind. So uh, and so um, so and Michael just is a nat just a natural extrovert and does a really great job with this stuff. It's a high eye. Yeah, and uh, and so this is certainly you know different for me and something that um, uh, I have to to it doesn't I have to work at or does not come naturally. Well, I appreciate much, it. Much like my, um, 
my youth sporting uh, <laughs> career it also didn't come naturally. Well, thank you so much for uh, for filling in for Mike. And uh, this has been another episode of the Mechanical Room. We have not missed a month since we kicked this off in wow. 2021. This is season two, episode 10. Wow. And uh, I've got big plans again for the Christmas special to end the year. Right. We're going to do another game show, perhaps. And remember when and I said, I said, if you guys are going to do it, make sure you do it regularly or don't do it at all that's right well it has to be regularly right so and you guys you guys have done it we've had i say we i use i use we when it's the royal we the royal we right (laughs) when i when i because i had nothing to do with it uh we've had uh you've had some great guests on the show so yeah even even rob uh had mentioned that because you know it's so funny talk about bc he was our guest today from bc We've had Colin Sadler on the podcast. We've had Ben Thompson on the podcast. We've had Terrence of the Impetus on the podcast. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably like even like we've we've featured. So don't you feel like the rest um, of Canada now feels left out? Like they're not. Well, they better you know time to up the game. The rest of Canada. Um, so uh, <laughs> we've even featured, and it's funny enough we didn't mention this, uh, but RNJ Mechanical had already won a Show Us Your Pipe month they were they one of those installs for air excellent was the winner for that month yeah uh so he had already been featured on the podcast and we have featured many many and actually we have featured some toronto uh gta ontario area uh installations on that segment yeah um including uh the one that's for this one this one oh what is who um does that go before or after? It goes before. I uh, I, pre- I pre-recorded so that. So you can tell me session. who the the winner is. The winner was uh, Foundry Mechanical, okay. and a great NTI installation that featured uh, Watts and Vega and Kalefi, real good category leaders, uh, including the Inafuli brothers. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's it for October. 